Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so glad that you are joining us for this podcast. As always, we're excited when we get to get together and record podcasts and and thinking about you because we really are thinking about you, the listener. Uh, we would not want to do this if you weren't out there listening, and we're so grateful for you, grateful for those of you that listen on a regular basis, and we just encourage you and ask you to please let somebody else know that uh, At the Table with Darlene has now, this is our 88th podcast, and we're very excited to come to you. So before we get to talking, I just want to tell you who is sitting at the table with us, sitting right across from me is Chris Norman. Chris, we're so glad that, as always, you're here at the table with us. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And who's that pretty woman sitting next to you today? My wonderful wife, the amazing, talented, <laughs> and exquisite Jessica yes, Norman. Yes, and amen. Yes, amen. a miracle in the making. Yes. Not, I mean... We just love you, Jessica. Well, We're so glad you're here. Love you you are, you're so cute. You're That's so right. Cute. Living room tonight. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're just so much fun. Aw, thanks. Love you and so glad love that you. that you're that you part of what God is doing here around the table, too. <laughs> now you have and to introduce me. Okay. Yeah, so who is sitting next to Ooh. you? No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to say hot and spicy. Christy, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Christy Hale, we are glad you're here today. And Thank we're glad you. that you get to come in from time to time. And Thanks. today you were able to do that. Now the, now the listeners are really happy about that. She always brings a little spice to the I know. That's why I said hot and spicy. She? <laughs> <laughs> and she's drinking spicy coffee, so yeah, <laughs> you never know. That's true. What <laughs> kind of coffee be, are you drinking? I'm going to be extra Ooh, spicy like tonight. <laughs> what are you drinking oh, over there? Cinnabon, right? Cinnamon? Cinnamon yeah. coffee that Papa made. Cinnamon mm. coffee. Mm. It's good. And sitting right next to me and you is... Um, my husband, Pastor Daryl Rhodes, we're always glad when you're here. Last time I was on this program, I was in Greenville, North, some Carolina, North Carolina, no, North. South Carolina, Oops, South Carolina. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. We eating tacos. I was eating tacos. Oh, yeah. Caught yeah. off guard. I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah. That's yeah. spicy. <laughs> Me too. Were they good tacos? You never told Everything us. Everything was good. Oh, yeah. good. Everything yeah. was good. I think you really enjoyed all of that week. But it was good. To, it conference. was good to get to uh, to talk via the telephone. Yeah, we surprised you, and you. You finally got back on your feeding and feet, because you were feeding and you were a little <laughs> bit distracted at first. But I didn't yeah. have time to talk. Is what I said. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that was podcast eighty six. In case someone wants to go back and hear what he had to say, yeah. that was funny for sure. Yeah. We need to list our podcast sometime and, and highlight. You know, number. You know, Boomer was number. I don't remember what mm-hmm. he was, but you need to go back and listen to podcast eight with Boomer right. or or podcast whatever with so-and-so. Right. Uh, if you go on all of the different uh, venues where we have uh, these set up, and iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, anything else, Chris? Uh, Is the website? Yeah, the website has and them. And the website, and mm-hmm. also on Solid Rock Family Church. Mm, no, they're not on there. They're the church on there. ones are on there, but not. Okay, yeah. but they can find them on DarleneRoads.org, mm-hmm. and they can also find them on the Women Around mm-hmm. the World. Yep. Yeah. 
uh, you can find them. And there's a list is what I was going for. Uh, if you look, it'll show you all podcasts. Mm-hmm. And you can go back and see. We've had a lot of wonderful guests and uh, looking forward to so many more in the in the days to come. So uh, we'd encourage you to uh, share, share one with a friend because you can uh, copy the link and share them. And so we thank you for that. I just wanted to share with all of you something really exciting that I, I thought was exciting today. Remember, I don't know what number of podcasts that Kyra from Israel mm-hmm. was on, and then her father Michael was on a few weeks after her. Just great That was podcasts. a really good one. Oh, yeah. they were so good, both of them. And, and, yeah, I would really encourage people to go listen to both of them, especially the one with Michael that just really described it was right after and kind of still during when there was the war going mm-hmm. on uh, in Israel and uh, a lot of insight to what he felt that God had showed him and what he believed God was expecting from the people of Israel. And so I think you would really, really enjoy that podcast. But Kyra was several weeks before her father and uh, I had texted her today and just checking on her. I do that every so often. I'll send her a text or something and let her know we're thinking about her because the ministry that she is involved in with women is just amazing. And uh, her uh, and the group that she works with, they go out into the streets and they just love on the women of the night. And they have a place where they can come and and they can have showers and they can get their makeup done and they can get their nails done and take and rest and sleep it's just a wonderful place for women to come and be loved on that feel unloved and used by the world Mm -hmm. and then they go out during covid they they actually started where they went out into the streets and that's when they began to go into the places where the women were staying and they took the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. Mm-hmm. Well, when I had texted her today, it wasn't but just a few moments, and I got a FaceTime call from her, which was very unusual and very rare. Mm-hmm. But her and uh, another woman plus another group, there was two groups out that were walking the streets and going into the homes where these ladies are the, actually, I don't know what you would call them, but they went where they stayed, and they would just let them know that they loved them, that they were praying for them, and that inviting them to come in to be refreshed at the center where they worked. So cool. It is so cool. So I got to see them walking down the street. She Aww. turned the video around, showed me yeah. Tel Aviv and where they were at, and so it was really exciting. Love in action. Love yeah. in action. Cool. And, and that God is just doing so much. Mm-hmm around the world not only you know we look at our conditions right now in our country and it's so easy for us to get our eyes up on the negative Mm -hmm. but god is still at work he's still doing so many things behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and uh, so that was really encouraging to me exciting luke and um, carissa went to a funeral this weekend of a missionary cindy salas Mm -hmm. um she was really close friends with their mom and so they grew up knowing her Mm -hmm. and they've been in Costa Rica for like 20 something years serving and um, she she died recently and they were able to come back to the states to have her you know celebration of life and Mm -hmm. while they were there Luke and Carissa both came home just so 
pumped up like from a funeral mm-hmm. I mean like there was such an anointing there and yeah. Krista was especially excited about um, Cindy's 19 year old son who um, I can't remember what his name is but he started um, a ministry there for the homeless Aww. and he's 19 and he's organized wow. this ministry and, and he's leading in Costa Rica, Costa Rica. Wow. And he's leading this ministry and um in working with other teenagers That's cool. to go and minister to the homeless and like he was telling all the things they were doing and Luke and Carissa were both just flabbergasted and Carissa mm-hmm. was telling him how she works with the youth here at church mm-hmm. and he's like I want to get connected with you and said he got out like pen and paper and was like give me your names Aww. and like you know like they were like we want to get hooked up with you and he's like all right you know let's make this happen and they were so encouraged to see this young man who's grown up there who has watched his parents be mm-hmm. missionaries and and love on people and now he's taking that that same initiative that same heart and that legacy that his mom has left and now he is embracing that and so to see young people at work with the the, the nobodies of this world the people mm-hmm. that you know that people walk past and don't think a second thing about but they're reaching out and preparing meals. And they were talking about COVID and now he had to do things differently Mm -hmm. when COVID hit. So he would make like to go things Mm -hmm. and they would, and be able to take it to them. And so didn't let it stop them. Mm -hmm. The people still needed to eat. They still Mm -hmm. needed fed. And so here's this teenager problem solving and strategizing and and getting resources and meeting the needs of of people who desperately need Jesus. That's so cool. It is cool. It is, and when you think about the fact that there's roadblocks always oh, yeah. thrown up in life, and it seems like the world right now has seen, you know, with COVID, so many roadblocks and so many mm-hmm. things, and and we hear so much about the woke generation and all yeah. the negatives and all, but isn't it wonderful to know that yes. God's got an army yes. of young people mm-hmm. that are on fire for mm-hmm. loving Jesus and excited? Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to do something. They want to do something yes. to change somebody else's lives. Yes. Like Pastor and said on yeah, Sunday, they, yeah. show me a church that has no kids mm-hmm. in yeah. it. And it'll be dead. It'll be dead, mm-hmm. yeah. But show me a church mm-hmm. that has yeah. all those kids, and it's going to be thriving. Yeah. And along those same lines, let me tell you this testimony, talking about kids. Yeah. After church on Sunday, um, I'll have to remember, there were three. I can only think of two right off the top of my head. But... Um, you know, it was family Sunday, and mm-hmm. so our kids were involved in the church service. And mm-hmm. so the teens got up and talked about camp. The middle-aged kids got up and talked about camp. Mm-hmm. Miley, littles, you know, got mm-hmm. up and talked about camp, and they were so excited. And then afterwards, um, one of the ladies in our church, who's a grandma now, posted a picture of her little girl, her granddaughter, on Facebook. They left church. Um, she's in the nursery. Mm-hmm. She's two, and they're driving home, and she took a picture and she sent it to me and she said she's not waving she's worshiping mm-hmm. here was this two-year-old Aww. in the back seat in her car seat mm-hmm. singing Waymaker Aww. with her little hands Aww. just raised oh, cool. worshiping and I'm like in so the sweet. nursery yep. and then Evelyn and um, yes, Wyatt's I little boy Evelyn Alex. posted mm-hmm. the video of baby Alex who's yeah. one yes in church and she just took a video and he yeah. literally is you know doing his little baby singing and worshiping and raising yes. his hand I love and it. worshiping God and I was so touched yeah. there was one other thing I actually screenshotted all of them and I was just so touched I'm like just immediately like that mm-hmm. right after service people mm-hmm. posting mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah. that's what yes. we believe in mm-hmm. that's what we teach yep. and you know like I 
if you want to get blessed, if you are down in the dumps and you're just wondering what, what's going on, walk up to kids ministry. Mm-hmm. I said last week I walked up, um, I always try to do rounds before I go out to church, mm-hmm. make sure everybody's okay and that they don't need any help. And um, so I went upstairs and I'm walking down the hallway and I can hear this voice. I mean, the just leading worship. And I'm like, who is that? So I go down the hallway and I open the door for the kids ministry. And there's Miley standing on stage, leading worship. Now they had a CD Mm -hmm. and they were playing music. She wasn't singing with the CD. She (laughs) was leading worship. And I look and here are these little babies, these little kids, four years old, Mm -hmm. Jonathan, four years old, Mm -hmm. both hands extended in the Mm -hmm. air. Like nobody's Mm -hmm. in that room. I mean, I just stand in there and ball, Mm -hmm. you know, watching them just worship God and just singing and why it was up on stage, just worshiping. And, Mm I mean, what what a blessing that yes. we that even in our church, you know, that we're cultivating that. But not just us, but the parents, mm-hmm. you know, like that little baby Alex. Why mm-hmm. is he worshiping? Because he's watching his mommy, and yes. mm-hmm. just what a blessing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I uh, Wednesday night after service, I was able to just sit out here in the chairs for a while, and your little boy came up to me, and <laughs> he's so I said, sweet. "Sit down next to me and tell me a story." And uh, I'm telling you, that little boy, Bradley, just began rattling off stories. And, of course, Uncle Gary was was sitting there, and, and we was kind of agging him on, you know. And, and tell us a story about uh, Jonah. So he started with Nineveh, and, and well, no, he started with Jonah in the whale. And Gary said, it probably really wasn't a whale. He said, yes, it was. Aww. It was a whale that swallowed him. And, and uh, how did he come out of the whale? He said, well, he said, uh, because he was disobeying God, he uh, mm-hmm. got spit up. And anyway, uh, he knew the story as good as any adult or as good mm-hmm. as any mm-hmm. preacher I've heard preach. Mm-hmm. On and and so then we we got him on another story because I thought, well, I'm going to see if I can stump him. <laughs> I said, so tell me about this man that was going to kill his son. He said, oh, Abraham. He was going to sacrifice his boy. Sacrifice, yeah. His his boy, and he. He uh, took him up on, and he told the whole story how that uh, he took the knife and he was going to kill his son, but he turned around and there was a wham in the in the in the the bushes. bushes. (laughs) It was just so cute, and so these kids are being taught the word of God. Mm -hmm. I pray we are instilling vision in those kids to Mm -hmm. go further with God than any of us have, have. was at that age yes. were willing to go. Absolutely. I was praying that today. I was like, you know, God was just stirring that in me. You know, um, His word says, "Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against Thee." And I said, God, please give us as yes. leaders a hunger mm-hmm. to teach the word, yes. even in the nursery, that mm-hmm. the kids can learn the word of God, mm-hmm. and in the four-year-old, you know, class, and in Sarah's class, and in the teen class. That that's what gets you through the trials. That's what gets yes. you through the troubled times. That's what helps you. In the middle of mm-hmm. those teenage years, I mm-hmm. mean, you guys got the teenage and the preteen and the yep. adolescent. And oh yeah, that's that's what they need in those mm-hmm. storms of life. They need God's word. And I was praying today, I'm like, God, please stir our leaders mm-hmm. that we would be teachers of the word mm-hmm. and encourage them. Remember, several years ago when we did the Bible quiz, I was thinking mm-hmm. about that today mm-hmm. and how Hannah and Nolan yep. could just rattle off the scriptures and the mm-hmm. memorization and. You know, I'm like, God, just stir us yes. to, to good works with our kids yes. because they so desperately need the word of yes. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And I, and I believe that that's what causes, like you said, vision. That's what causes mm-hmm. young people to get out on the streets at yeah. night 
and, and go after those that, that are hurting and need. Yes. And like the young man that's figuring out how to help feed the hungry. Mm-hmm. And, and I believe that God is just putting purpose. You read through the word of God mm-hmm. and you'll see young ones, you know, uh, learning to hear the voice of God. I, yes. You know, I'm thinking I'm thinking about Samuel. Samuel. Oh, yeah. You know, when, when his mother desired so much for a child and she gave him back to the Lord and, and how the Lord spoke and how the prophet taught him to listen to, to the, the voice, voice of God. God. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that God is saying something to our homes, saying something to all of us. Let's teach our children that there is other voices. Yes. You know, there's a lot of them that are saying this, but there's an inner voice yes. mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit that will speak to our children. Mm-hmm. And when our children are taught to listen, mm-hmm. they will begin to hear. Mm-hmm. That's true. And they will begin to respond right. to that. Mm-hmm. And when we think about what the world is trying to do to our children and mm-hmm. speak into them mm-hmm. and how quickly that the outside world wants How to change them. Is. It is yep. scary to parents. It's suffocating. It like, is. It, there's mm-hmm. so much that they barely can get a breath. They can yes. barely come up for air. And and But they're going back to that where they don't know what is truth and what yeah. is not oh, truth. Sure. Because they are hearing so much. And I believe that God is speaking prophetically mm-hmm. uh, from the pulpits in, into the classrooms and, and through the homes. Mm-hmm. And first of all, the homes. I believe that... Fathers and mothers are going to begin to be able to teach their children how to listen to the voice mm-hmm. of God mm-hmm. because he does speak. And I think that's what was happening with Samuel when, uh, you know, he went to Eli and he thought that he called him. He thought that he called <laughs> yeah. him right. out. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because many, many times I think through the, through the years, I've had people to say, I think I heard the voice of God. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I did, but this is something that wasn't normal for me. Mm-hmm. And, and how do we teach our children? Well, if it's, if it's something that is good or something that is encouraging you in a positive way, mm-hmm. then we teach our children to listen to that voice. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I believe our children are going to be used more and more. I was talking to... Uh, a Gideon today, the the Gideons that go to mm-hmm. the schools and mm-hmm. different places to pass out Bibles. And I asked him, I said, are you still allowed as a Gideon to go pass out Bibles at the school? And he said, no, they won't allow us to do it anymore. I said, well, can you stand on the sidewalk at the school and pass them out? He said, that's really a touchy, su-. He said, they, they don't want us doing that either. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, and they wonder why, why our kids and our schools mm-hmm. are falling apart. He's, he, he said, yeah, they've taken the word of God won't allow the word of God in into the school right. and they wonder why we have such a godless society mm-hmm. and I remember years ago when when prayer was taken out of our public schools I remember hearing people say and it was mainly the old-timers mm-hmm. that said well, yeah, yeah you take God out of the school and you'll see in a few generations right. or a yeah. few years what's going to happen and we've seen yep. it in a, before our very eyes yeah. how that that things have just gone downhill mm-hmm. so. and it's not just in our schools it's just the society itself yes and that's why that we have to encourage and that's why we have to have eyes to see mm-hmm. we see the negative in the natural but and we also know that there is an enemy out there that that he feels like he's got a stronghold and he does he has a stronghold and some are letting him loose with that stronghold but i also believe that the spirit of god is raising up 
yes. young men and young well, women yeah, that will have a voice that will have an influence. Yeah. Well, and that I've, I've been out yeah. of education for a few years, so I, I can't speak to the current laws and, and policies and such. But when I was an administrator, um, students were able to have mm-hmm. student-led Bible mm-hmm. groups mm-hmm. and Bible club. Mm-hmm. And so that would be one of our biggest clubs and groups yeah. and gatherings and we would have sponsors that would go you know there mm-hmm. were teachers that mm-hmm. were definitely involved in that but the kids wanted to be there mm-hmm. they and and they could be there mm-hmm. and it was after school it was mm-hmm. still at at school and on school grounds right. mm-hmm. but it was a bible bible club Before is what they call right? mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah and ours was always after school mm-hmm. and i know of other schools that have done that mm-hmm. um high schools other area schools mm-hmm. so i mean that that's, i think that i is think still sometimes possible. i'm not sure people just don't know you think mm-hmm. you can't have that in school and so you just have that mindset and so you mm-hmm. don't pursue it but if it if you know if there's someone listening that has a teenager mm-hmm. or a, a young leader in their home and they're thinking i would like for them to get involved ask yes right. you know it doesn't hurt to ask ask the yeah. administrator right. check the policy for that school district mm-hmm. find out maybe we have leaders that are out there right now who are just they just need the avenue they mm-hmm. need the venue and um if if it's possible for you to do that at your school do mm-hmm. it i believe we have some mentors in our community that are going into the public school mm-hmm. we used to have that to, as well mm-hmm. to teach or, or to just to actually just to listen to the kids mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. talk to them yeah and uh you know uh our kids just got back from summer camps Mm-hmm. So Sunday, they were on fire for God. Mm-hmm. They were just... Mm-hmm. Uh, and that wasn't all of them. That was, I was like, man, there were so many more that went that oh, you yeah. didn't get to yeah. hear their yeah. stories, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But but your son, uh, Jessica and, and Chris, he was up there mm-hmm. Sunday morning talking. And, and yeah. uh, tell us a little bit about it, you know. And I know teenagers are up one day and down the next, and a lot of it depends on who they're hanging around. But Sunday morning, I could tell Braden was uh, a little bit excited. He definitely came back from camp changed. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's He'd been in a little trouble the past year. I mean, not like bad trouble, but hanging around the wrong people, struggling mm-hmm. teenage mm-hmm. trouble. I mean, the same mm-hmm. stuff I went through sure. and, and that sort of thing. And we've been trying to get him to see his value, and I think that's something that this generation is having a hard time doing. Mm-hmm. They they don't I understand agree. their value. They, they don't do understand vision. Do. And, and yeah. well, they've been told by so many different yes. ones. Yes. And that's the struggle he was having because I have to go to him and be like, remind him who he is, remind him of his of the vision I have for him because he needs to either get his own vision or the vision I have one for him or the vision God has for him. He, he's got to have some sort of vision, and that's one of the things we were struggling with. And he's been resist. He was resistant to camp only because he was scared in the yeah, past and unknown. and we didn't tell a whole lot of people this but this was somewhat of a punishment for him to to, to go because it was like he got in some trouble it was like listen you're going to church camp there's no question about it there's uh-huh. no getting out of it you're, you're going uh-huh. like you've got to get some friends you've got to get <laughs> whatever, some influence whatever it takes and, and those parents he, he wasn't I've heard of parents keeping people home from church as oh, discipline no. Yeah. It, you're not going to get to go to church. He, he wasn't resistant to it at all. He was like, yeah, okay, you know, that's good. He, and it wasn't oh, like he told a, me, yeah. like, the Wednesday night before mm-hmm. we were hanging out down here, and he was like, I've just really been making some bad choices. And, you know, he's like, I just, I need this. He said, I know I need this. Yeah. I mean, he was owning it. He was oh, like, yeah. I know I, I really need this. I'm yeah. like, you're going to love it. Yeah. So we were, his encounter with, to understand that he could have friends that, wouldn't tear him down and he could have friends that would um just that he wouldn't have to be on guard with that's you know? interesting because of course i don't know any of this is going on but we went down to camp tuesday night and 
of course, you know, runs to me. I love mm-hmm. him. Big hugs. And he's like, hey, I got, you got to meet my friend. You got to meet my friend. I met this guy yep. named Judah. I want you to meet Judah. Judah, come here. This is my friend Christy from church. And I mean, that he was so amped and so excited. He's like, I'm going to, I'm making friends. I already made a friend, Christy. Look. He needed relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and it happened immediately. Yeah. He and made a connection with someone. The hard part is, is like, I think someone said earlier, like, people are just, they can be mean. And oh. they, you know, they aren't, they've told, I think it was you that said it. They've told them so they've many been times. Told so many yeah, times. That yes. they're not worth anything or yes. that, you know, they have to be this person or this person or this person. And so Brayden kind of fell into a place. Lost his vision. Yeah, because. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't know. They forget or they don't know who they are. Yeah. And that's when we begin to pray and surround and. Because that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest hole that any uh, any person can fall into. You know, we were discussing a young man before we went on podcast, just forgot who they are. The mm-hmm. trouble strikes, something mm-hmm. happens in their life, disappointments, things don't go the way they think. Mm-hmm. And then they begin to fall into this hole. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing that the enemy really always wants to do is he wants to, first of all, he wants to, he always wants to deceive us mm-hmm. because the word of God says, that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. So he will bring depression to us. He'll bring. He'll uh, make us feel abandoned by everybody. Oh, we're yeah. you know, we're an island kind of. You know. And I think he deal. was struggling with that. Yes. Yeah. Like Felt Luke said, alone. Mm-hmm. Hell is the biggest growing city right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah, what the enemy good. wants. Absolutely. He wants to grow that city, and he is right. deceiving so many people. Right. And mm-hmm. like. The people that Braden was hanging around, they were the mm-hmm. only ones that accepted him, but they were the ones that weren't good. They Absolutely. were the ones that were making the poor choices and doing the things that they know they shouldn't have been doing. And yeah. so he felt like he had to do that because those were the only people yeah. that. Yeah. And that's what the enemy does. Yeah. You know, he isolates us mm-hmm. and, and, he, and he, then he, you know, yep. he brings depression and, mm-hmm. and confusion. Yep. And, and so, like you said, it's interesting because, and I don't promote the miracle of the, miracle of the breaking on, on this program at right. all. I mean, we a few times have uh, talked about it, but today... Side note, The Miracle of the Breaking is a book written by Darlene Rose. It's <laughs> amazing. It <is. laughs> and God has been doing amazing things. It's been translated into eight different Woo-woo. translations, which I just stand back and say, God, you're just so good. <laughs> I don't amazing. even know. So cool. It's I amazing how the finances have come oh in gosh. for translation yes. and distribution. Yes. And, and, but, but the thing of it is about the book, it, it, it's an honest feel of how we all feel sometimes mm-hmm. and where we're all, all at. But I really want to share this. I'm getting ready to put it up on the website but it it is chapter 17 it's real short and but I want to read this because I feel like it you know it's just so real for today but the title of the chapter is don't stir the dirt on the road Texas the dream helped me captive and this was a dream that I had I'm sharing realness of my life in this whole book I sat with my back pressed against an enormous tree, the canopy above scattering shadow and light across the forest floor and over me. I could hear him moving, body slithering over dry leaves, long ago shed, now dead and musty. His body moved them in a sort of scraping hush, scales moving around the tree, behind me on my right and then around to my left. Then his face moved into my periphery, tongue flicking, smelling and sensing, making me aware that he saw me and controlled me. If I stayed still, he wouldn't hurt me. My heart felt too large to be contained in my chest, the fear swelling 
there strangling away any scream I had inside, and the snake glided by my feet, tucked under my bottom, glided by, his back scattered with shadows too. The light illuminated each scale, the flex of muscle pulling him around the tree again and again, closer and closer until he made a revolution. His one eye nearest mine, me finding mine, he lifted his face to hiss in my ear, a skittering of fear dancing over my shoulders, down my back. He lifted his face to kiss my cheek. He's so close. Panic helped me down, pinned my body against the forest floor, pinned my back to the bark. Don't stir the dirt. Don't move. He'll kill you if you do. Then he disappeared again, his tail the last thing I saw. Flicking out of view, his length rounding the base of the tree, and though I couldn't see him, still I heard him, and I felt him, his presence as real as the tree biting into my back. Voltaire told me to shut up and stay put. Another voice lifted me off the forest floor, made me jump to my feet and scream, scream, leave me alone in the name of Jesus. And I ran. I ran as hard as my legs could manage. I saw the arc of light ahead showing me the way out of the dense overgrowth of pine green and black. As I neared my escape, people stepped into the woods, passing me, pulled into the snake in the tree as if by some invisible fishing line. I yelled, don't go that way. You don't want to. Don't let that thing imprison you. And just as I plunged into the light, a searing pain blazed on my heel. I knew the snake had nipped at me but hadn't punctured deep. And then I knew... I'm safe. I'm free. And I feel like that is where so many people feel. Mm -hmm. So sucked in by not feeling part of, mm -hmm. or you don't speak up for yourself mm -hmm. because you're fear, you're in so much confusion. Mm -hmm. and, and I just feel like that God has given us all a mission to pull our kids, pull people into safety because it is like that, something invisible that's pulling mm -hmm. people into that dark yes. place, yes. into the woods of confusion, into the woods of fear and depression, into that place right. where they can't seem to defend themselves. But the Spirit of God, that light, that Spirit of God is going to pull and rescue out those young people Amen. that have a call of God on their life and they're going to minister to others that are in darkness. Anyway, I just wanted, I just felt like sharing that because uh, the enemy has lied to so many and uh, I, truth is being revealed. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I believe truth is being yes. revealed. Survival's coming. Amen. I believe that just as God delivered me, that he's going to deliver you that's listening. God wants you free. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. That's yes. been on my heart yes. too. Yes. Sooner Today. rather than later. Right. Now. Yes. Not one day, but right. day one. Like right. let, yes. let's, let's move forward. Yes. Let, let's right. choose. Let's yes. let's own it. Let's step yes. into it. Like right. I, Amen. You know, so many times we just think, oh, maybe one day when I'm good enough. You know what? Mm. You can't clean the fish until That's you right. catch the fish. That's right. Let's catch the fish and God'll do the rest. Amen. You know, let's let's just Yes. So kind of what yes. you said, one of my devotionals this morning, I'll just read a quick Please excerpt do. of what you said. It says 
Um, he tells us to take control of our thoughts because we are, in fact, able to do so. Expressing our feelings is an important part of healing, but we cannot get stuck in our emotions. Yes. Feeling cannot replace thinking. We have no choice in our feelings, but we have great choice in our thoughts. Ooh, I have goosebumps, man. That's good. I Amen. have a friend who needs to, who needs to yeah. read that. That is to choose powerful. Yeah. Day one. Yeah. Amen. And not just let our feelings keep us down and say, well, I'm, I'm struggling and the world's telling me that it's okay to be down and that Mm -hmm. it's okay to have a mental Mm -hmm. illness, which is real. Mental illness is is real, real. but you can choose. It's kind of like sitting by that tree. The enemy told me as long and it was a dream, but it was what was going on in my life at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was very real. And the enemy was saying, if I just be still, Mm then you know that's my safe spot just stay right. here hunkered it's down in fear stay, stay here hunkered down, hunker down in fear just stay here in fear uh-huh. stay here in fear don't move yes. stay here in fear and so many people yep. have been there for years and mm-hmm. years and years but then it switched mm-hmm. because there's a light that's shining yep. yes. to the listeners yep. today there's a light yes. out there that's beckoning yes. you yep. to come mm-hmm. out of that yep. and he's saying run toward me yep. use my name yep. use the name Absolutely. of jesus and yep. come out of the forest of fear and shame and depression Mm -hmm. and lies of the enemy and run to the truth. The light of the world is beckoning those that are listening today to come out into deliverance and and into freedom because I am not that person. There is nothing that I will give into fear within my life because I learned something very valuable. Mm -hmm. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. And what was a stronghold in your life is now a point of deliverance to other people and freedom in Jesus' name. And if he can free me, he can can free free anybody. Absolutely. And he chose to get up off that floor. Yes, I had to get up. Move the dust. I had to get up. Make it dusty. Yes. Yeah. You have to run yeah. into that freedom. Yeah. You have to say because emotions yes. said stay here. Stay yes. here. But her thoughts, yes. but her thoughts mm-hmm. said go run. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And so we have to a, run to the freedom. There's a lot of people today that is on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're they're putting forth a lot of energy, but they're not right. getting anywhere. They're right. Moving, Amen. They're moving. They're exerting energy. Amen. They're they're, but they're stuck. They, they're yes. stuck right. on the treadmill yes. of life. Yes. And it's time to make a Move. decision. Amen. The, the dark Word of God pl- says yes. today is the day. Make and the those that are listening today, yep. don't wait till Sunday right. to church. Don't right. wait till Wednesday night church. Today, Amen. whatever yes. day you're listening to this, it is your day yep. right now. to be set free. The writer of Hebrews says today is the day of salvation. Amen. So yes. Amen. Uh, make up your mind right. And in fact, don't even don't even wait till the day's over with. Do it right now. Amen. Just, Amen. just ask Jesus to come in and help to help you to overcome whatever mm-hmm. is the fear, the yes. the anxiety, the yep. the yes. mental illness, whatever and we're it is. We're going to lead you in prayer through. to do that. Yes. yes. Just a bit. Amen. Yes. Christy, you're the one. You're going to be the one I'm that's on going to lead into <laughs> prayer because there, the darkness, the sitting at the tree, mm-hmm. sitting at that place. It, it's today's day one. Today's mm-hmm. a good time. For it to be over with and done with in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Yes, God, we thank you, Lord. And I I pray for listeners. I pray for those at the table. I pray for those around the table, even if they're at home or in their car, God. We all have situations and we have issues and we have kids who are dealing dealing with situations and issues and parents and brothers and sisters. God, we all know someone who's sitting at the base of that tree. Mm, And today is the day for deliverance. Today is the day to say no more emotions. Today is the day to say I'm going to think logically Mm, with my mind. I'm going to listen to the word of God. I'm going to hear the word of God. And even though I don't feel it and even though I don't sense it and even though maybe I don't see it, I can believe it and I can own it. God, we pray for freedom today and deliverance in Jesus' name. name.
God, we cry out to you, and yes. we ask for forgiveness for our sins. Yes. We ask for forgiveness for wrong thinking. We ask for forgiveness for, for allowing that fear to control us and to bind us, yes. God. And we relinquish control of our lives right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. We relinquish yes. control in of anxieties. Of we relinquish controls yes. of obsessions, Thank Lord. You, we relinquish controls of, yes. of being not, of thinking mm. that we're not good enough. We mm. are good enough, God. Yes. You mm. made us. You created us in yes. your image, God. You know that you've made us exactly like you want us to be and you know yes. what we've been through and you know that it may be sour but you're going to make it sweet Thank for the future you, yes. you know that you're going to turn our ashes into beauty mm. because that's what your word says if we will give those things up lord and move forward with you we can have a hope and a future with you god you have a desire for us to move and to yes. minister and to serve yes. you talk in corinthians lord your word says that we go through a whole bunch of junk so that you can deliver us and then we can help a bunch of people yes, with going yes, when they're yes. going through the junk. Amen. God, that's why we can all sit here and say this. That's why yes. Jessica can say yes. it. That's why I can say it. That's yes. why Sister Rhodes yes. can say it because we've been there. Yes. Yes. We've gone through stuff. Yes. We've gone through stuff. Yes. But we're yes. on the other side yes. of that. Yes. And if we father. can get to yes. that place, so can the listeners, yes. God. Yes. And Thank we pray in the name of Jesus, Holy listeners. Spirit, that you stir hearts right yes. now mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, that there would be deliverance, that there will be testimonies, yes. and that people Thank who are father. delivered today, now, and in mm-hmm. this moment, God, will move forward yes. to help and to deliver others, to seek the ministry that you have for them, mm-hmm. the call that you have for them, the purpose you, that you have for them, yes. that as they not look back, as they look forward, that you were going to yes. put people in their path, kids, young adults, parents, families family members, strangers at Walmart. God, we don't care who. We just trust you and know that you have a plan and a purpose. And we thank you, Jesus, for dying, giving your Mm -hmm. life for us. We thank you for sending the Holy Spirit, God, to comfort us Mm -hmm. and to come alongside us. And that's what we pray right now. You come alongside us and you help us as we live this life in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I've got a scripture before you close us out. I know we're probably way over time, but uh, with her prayer and with what's been said today, I, I go back to what I said at the beginning of this broadcast, podcast, or maybe even before the podcast started. Without a vision, people are going to perish. Yes. People need be, need to get a vision of themselves overcoming. Yes. Need a vision mm-hmm. of themselves succeeding. Mm-hmm. Get a vision mm-hmm. of yourself walking in victory and coming out of where you're at today. You don't need to stay where you're at. Right. Come out, and uh, you know. The, Bi- the Bible says that we are a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. Yes. Old things are passed yes. away and all things have become new. So get a vision. See yourself overcoming in not, every area. We're not always of your a caterpillar. That's we right. become a butterfly. Amen. Right. I mean, don't, right. don't be stuck as a caterpillar. A right? Amen. Amen. So true. Well, I believe that your hearts have been touched. And so at the next time that we meet together at the table with Darlene. May the peace of God rule and reign and be the umpire of your soul. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At the Table. You can also check us out at DarleneRoads.org. Also at WAWMinistries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.